On this episode, I am joined by Megan Farrell and Ashley McClellan from Edwin by Nelson. Edwin is a digital ecosystem that supports both teachers and students by providing trusted digital content that aligns with the given curriculum depending on the province. We talk about how Edwin focuses on creating an equitable learning environment for students, whether they are in or out of the classroom, through their easy-to-use web-based platform that even allows the user to cache some content to be used offline. We discuss how the professional learning communities made up of Edwin users from around the globe work on supporting one another not only on implementation but on transformation while using the tool. Edwin is a tool that engages the teachers to be collaborative and promotes students' ability to connect the dots between subjects. My name is Brian Willette and welcome to my creative classroom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to My Creative Classroom Podcast. Today, I'm excited to have two guests on the show from Edwin, uh, from Nelson. Uh, please welcome Ashley McClellan and Megan Farrell. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, so glad to be here. Hey, Brian. So let's uh, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what your role is uh, with Edwin. So my name is Megan, and I am the Vice President of Edwin Account Management at Nelson Canada. I'm sure most Listeners are familiar with Nelson. Um, our company is uh, Canada's leading publisher. We've provided content for well over a century, not just in Canada, um, but around the world. And uh, we are the last standing uh, Canadian publisher for our K-12 market. And so we're very, very proud to continue that legacy of curriculum online resources to support teachers and students across the country and around the world, wherever Canadian curriculum is available in all formats. Um, it, recently, we've come a lot more, longer way with our innovation um, that came to us through uh, Edwin. Uh, I came to Nelson three years ago, uh, starting out with the Professional Learning Services Program, uh, which now uh, Ashley leads, and our teams together on uh, the uh, account management and professional learning side deliver the best learning experience for our resources in our new digital format, Edwin. Um, my name is Ashley. I'm the Director of Professional Learning and just recently joined the Edwin team supporting educators um, in the Atlantic provinces and internationally. I've been with Edwin or with Nelson for about two years and came to it very naturally as an international school educator. Um, and I actually came to it through uh, being introduced by a, another employee um, to the third path. So I've been working uh, from coast to coast to coast with um, system and school leaders, supporting the social emotional well-being and mental health of its educators, um, kind of empowering them that they are the strategy that matters most. So it's important to take care of themselves. And I'm thrilled to sort of be making ends meet um, and working with a product that I'm equally passionate about um, through the Edwin ecosystem. So thrilled to be here, Brian. Yes, and thank you both. And you mentioned to be passionate about Edwin. So let's dive into what is Edwin uh, from Nelson and what does it look like? Let's tell our listeners a little bit about what, if they don't know anything about this platform, what is it and how can they access it? So Edwin has grown from a very trusted place with Nelson over 100 years of development and our curriculum that's rich and curriculum aligned, trusted. Uh, it has evolved from an innovative process. It's fully informed by our users. Uh, and, and back in 2017, when we acquired McGraw-Hill and had new leadership, there was a vision for delivery that would achieve equity for all students, wherever they may be. 
we feel passionately, we feel very strongly that all students in Canada deserve an equal right to an education and along with it, the best learning resources that, that they can have uh, wherever they may be. They could be in Gander, Newfoundland, they could be in downtown Toronto, Northern BC, uh, the Yukon, our commitment to the educational community is to deliver the best learning resources that are trusted and safe for students and teachers 24-7. And you'll recall, all of us probably will recall having used a Nelson product uh, somewhere along our own educational journey. And we might reflect on that experience and, and wonder, you know, how can we better meet the needs of what's happening in our modern society today? Is content dynamic enough? Is it being delivered in an engaging way? Are we preparing students for uh, a world that they won't only just succeed in, but that they will thrive? And that in Canada, we can deliver students to the workplace who are fully capable and competent and have confidence to, to be the best persons, uh, productive citizens, uh, in, in our communities. And, and Edwin really circles around all of these themes. Our, our hope and goal for Edwin is to take Nelson into the next 120 years uh, on de trusted delivering of, delivery of content, but also engaging students in a whole new way of learning, one that we haven't had in the past and that will be supported by uh, our digital communities. Now, we've been impacted in the last four months, five months, by a terrible pandemic that's caused serious disruption everywhere uh, here and around the world. And, and what's critical to know is that despite this disruption, Nelson with Edwin has been delivering a consistent curriculum um, planning for teachers, fully supported, whether they are at home uh, in their classrooms or some form of blended learning. Our vision for Edwin was to do that equitably for all students and doing it 24 seven in or outside of the classroom. Edwin is a digital learning ecosystem ultimately, and it provides a very rich library uh, of all our digital resources in an entirely new dynamic format that provides discoverable content, trusted, and, and completely aligned with provincial curriculum. And it's focused right now on grades six to nine in all provinces across the country. Uh, in Ontario, we offer curriculum aligned resources in this new format, grades six to 10. I would, uh, I, I'd like to add in my kind of teacher perspective of what Edwin is to me, because uh, I think I think being a bleeding heart educator is important and it's, it's good to share this perspective. So in my previous role, I had a, um, the privilege very early on in my teaching career to implement John Hattie's research in visible learning uh, K-12 at a previous job in Japan. And sort of my first aha moment in education came through that work and through that deep sort of reflective um, impact cycle that I was going through where I saw assessment as feedback to me and I saw my role as um, causing learning in the classroom and being an evaluator of impact of my own and then on learning. And it was through, um, it, and it's that I've sort of had a second aha moment and it was when um, I was reflecting back on the hours and hours and hours I spent uh, taking boxes from the hallway that student pass every day. And then for six weeks, that was the box. We opened it up and those classroom resources were dusty and in there. And, you know, students have been looking at their human body unit materials for years going past the grade four and five room and then finally had the opportunity to, to use them for this very you know, limited six weeks bit of, uh, of the school year. 
And, you know, the Uzanaz never really came to fruition. Students were not overly impressed by my ability to pull out um, these kind of stinky old resources. And so um, my aha moment with Edwin is that I don't have to spend hours and hours trying to find trusted, curated, grade appropriate, differentiated materials for student learning um, because they're just one, one or two clicks away in the Edwin app. But what I get to focus on now would be um, giving feedback to learning, connecting with my students, having time to email that parent back and just sort of having a more manageable classroom experience. So it's that um, that's sort of what I would articulate um, Edwin as in addition to what Megan mentioned about being just equitable, trusted resources that are available six to nine across the country. I would say that it sort of levels the playing field between educators and it gives them the capacity to spend their time where it matters most. And that's connecting with students and taking care of their own well-being and less time aimlessly or it feels aimlessly at times, um, you know, hunting down, fun, engaging resources online through multiple sites and then trying to deliver them to the kids. So that would be my addition to Megan's comments about what is Edwin. And it sounds like this ecosystem, which is Edwin, this digital ecosystem, curation of tools and and information that teachers can use with their students in collaboration with them kind of digitizes, you mentioned these boxes of things sitting in the hallway, and also you've referenced having to go to different sites and, and things like that. So how does Edwin and how does this platform curate, we've used the word trusted content several times, how is it that, that it's trusted? So what is this vetting process that goes through to put this information into Edwin? So we're following all the same uh, methodology, Brian, as we have for 100 years. And we've modernized that in a way to allow for an inquiry and discovery experience for students, but also allow teachers to curate their resources in a meaningful way. What that means is we continue to uh, work very closely with all of our subject matter experts, the educators themselves in the classrooms, researchers providing us with the original material that flows through all of our content teams as they typically would have or anyway through a textbook format. They are all juried, refereed, aligned by curriculum, working with ministries, uh, vetted for approval, revised, renewed, and ultimately released uh, upon um, uh, approval from, from jurisdictions, boards, et cetera. And when that content is released in Edwin, it is before that moment in the new format, metadata tagged so that it will become discoverable as it is aligned with the curriculum. So imagine a world now where educators are really truly the masters of uh, delivery and outcomes for those classrooms. They can ensure they'll get there, but they can do that through a process of discovery, bringing them all kinds of interactives and animations animations, um, videos, and, and reading resources that have a whole new format that would be akin to a dynamic web page um, that, that is uh, allowing for visuals, interactives, and reading all combined in, in, a, in a learning object, all of which is discoverable uh, that you can curate and share among other educators or among your, your peers. Many students leverage these resources in their passion projects or makey makeys. Um, seeing them light up around being able to share what they've curated uh, within even a 20 minute history lesson 
they can discover and present all of the different learning resources separate and distinct from their colleague who's right beside their elbow. So um, it's not a standardized process, but it is assured that aligned with curriculum and it will be trusted and it's safe. It's a safe sandbox for students, whether they're in the classroom and most critically outside of the classroom uh, when they're at home. I'd also uh, add on to Megan, Megan's comments about the safe and curated resources that they're highly flexible as well. So it's not in any way, shape or form to mitigate or to replace the role of the teacher. Um, all of our resources, um, some of them are standalone and some of them are grouped into sort of like almost a grab and go experience. So we give you a few foundational pieces, but then you have the ability to customize all of the collections. So using your own professional judgments, if I found you know, a great article from CBC or NPR or uh, National Geographic that I can embed um, any link, document, PDF, Word, file, um, anything that I've already used. I know that we have teachers who, you know, have their units that they've been just like, they're their units, they have ownership over it. The kids can't wait to get into so-and-so's class in grade eight because um, they're gonna finally get to do that biology unit or what have you. So. Um, it, it's a it's a safe curated space for um, trusted print resources um, that have been reimagined in a digital ecosystem, but it's also a place where educators can add in their own uh, content, things that they've been working on, uh, you know, for, for weeks or years. So very flexible. And I think that's a key point there, which is flexible. But and Megan, you mentioned the word sandbox. And I think that's I'm going to build off that word because we mentioned earlier about having to go to different websites to get some information or different tools. And now we're talking about this sandbox, not just for students, but for teachers where I can go to this area and I know that I can get this trusted content, these tools to help build this learning experience for my students. So my one question now is, once students are in this sandbox and they're they're taking part in these learning this learning adventure that has been curated either by Nelson um, or by by the teacher doing it themselves, is everything here for me? Can I can I do everything within the Edwin platform, or do I have to go outside, you know, to take notes or watch videos and things like that? The beauty of Edwin is that it perfectly aligns with any learning management system, but within itself, the, the dynamic nature of each of the learning objects or in, within the reader um, or the collections, students can curate, but also take notes, make highlights, comment, share. Um, what, what's really, really powerful and impactful for teachers who, through our methodology of meeting all educators where they're at, we support embedded teacher resources at all levels at, of curriculum. It's hard to, to think about this, but imagine you have your um, big binder with your uh, Blackline Masters and your teacher resources. Typically, uh, there might be one among a group of teachers and by grade level or by subject. And then you will also have um, your core resource with you. Uh, and we know that hasn't been a most elegant experience for educators, certainly when there was a call to, to uh, move immediately to remote learning, 
uh, or online fully, that some teachers didn't have those resources accessible to them anymore. And we acknowledge that actually enabling and empowering teachers with those resources at the, the level of the learning object is critical so that we can prepare a teacher on Sunday night so that they can deliver a very friendly lesson plan Monday morning, regardless of what the topic or the curriculum expectation. So we have embedded all of those teacher resources at the object level. So every time that a teacher is preparing their curriculum, they will not only be fully informed of the topic and the context, they will be given the constructs of how to deliver some recommendations on um, assessment. They will be given uh, wrapper information on curation and collections. Uh, our goal is to enable and empower our teachers as much as we possibly can at every level of the ecosystem, which hasn't typically been possible in a physical format. And so assessment tools are embedded with formative assessment, dashboards, reporting, uh, and teacher resources to enable them to deliver the most powerful lesson plan that's engaging for students. We have also included our amazing partnership um, uh, experiential tools uh, within the platform to ensure a lively experience that we can collect data in a digital format and that the virtual learning experience is, is exciting for, for students, no matter what the grade level uh, among the intermediates. Um, so it's not just curriculum, it is an experience and the experience can be started very quickly for teachers and they're supported fully at the click of a button. And I, th I think all of those really handy classroom manipulatives or tools that are sometimes in short supply are also included. So fraction strips, the pattern blocks, um, graphic calculators, scientific calculators, um, all of those handy tools, be able to kind of like screencast or to take a screenshot of, of your work and share it uh, using a link is also built in. So all of that, um, you know, is not in a pop-up window when you're working on um, your, your math collection or you're looking at a specific learning object on adding or multiplying fractions, you can pull up the fraction strips um, in a side-by-side -side window, which is just really slick. And I think um, educators have told us that in terms of keeping their students organized on task and sort of reducing the, the distractions which naturally come with having a really fun device in hand in your classroom in all classes, um, that's been a really, um, it's, it's a time saver, but it's also just building the self-management skills of the students. What a robust feature to have built in. You talk about fraction strips and even tiles and other widgets or tools that you might have built into Edwin, because to your exact point, is it that every classroom has all of these tools or is it now wherever you go, you have it? And let's talk a little bit about the current global pandemic. We all know that a lot of education, a lot of learning now happened at home uh, with this transition to home learning. And, and what are some stories or what are some examples that you've heard of of teachers really kind of diving into using Edwin uh, to help this transformation to go from in-person to virtual? Yeah, I'm happy we have a, a, a wide swath of teachers who have had majorly impacted and, and the consistency and continuity uh, over the period of January through to June has not seen the disruption uh, through Edwin. The same amount of usage um, has been achieved despite uh, the move away from the classroom to the, to the, to the kitchen, as, um, as uh, my Steve Brown would say. Um, I have an actual quote, you know, um, there are educators at the outset who are a little bit, you know, afraid, they're not unsure, but really, truly, um, some of the, 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 
the comments uh, would be, it's like a Netflix effect. You know, the kind of cool tools we know outside of uh, learning and we've all readily adapted to um, our, our Spotify music app, uh, Netflix movies. Uh, we wanted to re-engage learners uh, and teachers in that same great experience. And that, you know, they might have read something that they liked and they like that option and that we have a recommendation engine that says, hey, I saw you like this. You might like that. Uh, you were listening to that. So why wouldn't you try this? We've done the exact same thing. Our goal is to have as much deep and broad learning uh, on our resources through exploration. Um, and, and that's now viable. That's that, that can be done in these new uh, platform environments. And it is very, very liberating for us as a content provider that we can now uh, expose, expose students and teachers to a massive array of digital content that they wouldn't otherwise have had in a very limited or linear fashion. And might I add that actually it, it does, it does, um, it's really important to, to share that it's not just Nelson content, but we have collaborated wholly with really terrific partners. Um, our, our users have suggested and made recommendations and will continue to do so to evergreen the content. Um, Twig, McIntyre Media, Let's Talk Science, Clips, and many more partners are part of that discoverable content that complement uh, and augment the learning experience. Um, I, th I think what's really exciting about this platform is that not only are we able to really customize the content based on the context. So within, you know, days of this pandemic hitting, we were able to have featured collections on the Edwin Landing page, which were timely and topical about viruses. What are they? I know I personally was like revisiting some of my science and math curriculum. Um, and these were these were collections which we just pulled from that deep sort of vat of, of learning objects that we have at Nelson and pulled and curated them all together and made it a cross-disciplinary, cross-curricular um, look at what is coronavirus, what is the impact, what is the social justice uh, piece, which um, was immediately being talked about in classrooms, as we know that um, there was a really inequitable access to services, whether they were in education, health, or otherwise. Um, but I would also add that our CST team, so those are our classroom success teachers, every user within Edwin, um, you know, we get about two hours of orientation, which is more than enough for a teacher and certainly too much for a, a student to get going. And those classroom success teachers were busy helping educators across the country who were current Edwin users or who had just signed up um, to really quickly mobilize this for their own classrooms. And if they weren't sure how to create videos for their students or like the, I know that we were doing a lot of asynchronous um, videos and outreach to our students to stay connected and to ensure that those relationships continue to be, um, you know, a safe place for, for everyone. Um, the CSTs were able to help educators who maybe didn't have those skills. And so I think that probably not only was there continuous usage of the Edwin learning materials, but um, educators had a ton of support, um, you know, just uh, through our PLC, through our Twitter channel, um, and through directly contact, contacting us by email to just get them that little bit extra that they might have needed to try something new in this kind of crazy reality we're in still in very much still in <laughs> and it sounds like you know there's a lot of supports in place which kind of answers this question but i 
if a teacher is signing up, so it's a twofold question here. If I'm a teacher, can I sign up on my own uh, with my class to use Edwin? Or is, or is it more of a school sign-up process or a district sign-up? And then once that process occurs, wh whichever your answer is, what kind of professional learning is there for ongoing growth and not just, you know, onboarding, but, you know, I've been using it for a couple of months. What's next or what else can I do? Um, I just have a fun story uh, as a prelude to that, Brian. Um, our, one of our grade seven teachers said, okay, well, where is the instruction manual that goes with Edwin? And we said, well, <laughs> you don't need one. <laughs> you really just, you press go and, and it's very, very intuitive. Um, and it's a quick start, trust me. And, and, and she laughed at me, but actually I said, let's watch, walk this path together. And we had her classroom in front of me and she said, okay, well, we're going to try this. And, and, they literally had four steps to log in. So for educators this fall, there'll be a new um, uh, access point where teachers can just go to go.edwin.app uh, starting September 1st, where they will be able to self-enroll. Um, they can also, of course, uh, connect with our teams. We're happy to work with all the teachers, principals, consultants on self-enrollment. Uh, at that point, the uh, teachers will be able to self-enroll their classrooms and try Edwin for free. Um, before that time, though, educators can easily go to edwin.nelson.com to see all of the information about Edwin. Um, but, and we will happily work on onboarding educators uh, throughout the summer. Uh, the experience, um, and in, in all honestly, in all honest come September, uh, all of our professional learning uh, guidance will start within the app, Brian, so that when you log in, an educator will be guided immediately, administrator consultant will be guided immediately to um, the curriculum. So how do I build a lesson? Where do I find the curriculum resources on the outcomes? They'll be able to quickly understand how to build uh, a collection around which they can share that uh, as a foundation for a unit uh, and so forth. And, and um, we understand there are varying levels of confidence uh, or even just simply experience in the virtual learning environment. Uh, we have a digitally embedded professional learning program, but we also have uh, a team of educational uh, staff, teachers, uh, all based regionally across the country who are experts on curriculum. They are experts on Edwin and they support a continuous learning plan for educators 24 seven. Uh, our community currently has over 4,500 teachers from across the country and around the world uh, coming from obviously uh, the public school systems, but also post-secondary pre-service students, uh, First Nations communities and international schools are all joined and using Edwin we have over 50,000 uh, students and over 4,500 teachers who are part of our Edwin community. That is quite the, the global network of, of people using it. Um, and obviously, this it's nice to know when you're signing up to this that there are uh, that there are people there to help, not just from from Edwin, but also collaborators across the world who are using this platform that can help show you or, or show an individual how to build your own lesson or even uh, kind of share information and, and things that they've been doing. And you've mentioned a few times in a, a, an app and you're talking about just uh, it coming out possibly in September. So I assume you're, you're talking about an actual physical app that I can use on an iPad or uh, some sort of tablet or, or device. So my next question is, where is Edwin accessible? Is it web-based? Is it just PC and, and some sort of, of, of desktop? Um, or is it, as you're mentioning, kind of crossbreed everywhere? 
We wanted to be as true to our word on equity as possible, Brian. We are a dynamic web app accessible on any browser and fully supported on any device. Um, our hope and goal was to achieve access 24-7, whichever uh, device you have in hand, whichever Chrome browser. Um, we do cache our resources, so there is some offline access as well, so you don't always constantly have to be in a fully digital online environment. We want to ensure that all kids, wherever you may be, whichever socioeconomic background or context you are in, that you can have access to your learning when you are ready and when you are expected to be on or offline. Um, our dynamic web app will be accessible through the go.edwin.app and all of the embedded professional learning as well. Um, we want to make it as simple and easy to onboard as possible in the same way you'd expect of your smartphones, right? Your devices. Uh, it, it is a truly, truly get up and go. Uh, and we do not want, we do not strive to, to replicate a learning management system. We ride perfectly alongside with it um, to ensure delivery and communication as well for teachers. And that's a great feature to have, which is this idea that you don't necessarily always need to be online, that you can cache your resources so that let's say I, I am at school using it and then I head home and I don't have access to the internet or my Wi-Fi isn't that great. You know, I, I still have access to that to that um, learning tool um, when I when I get home, which is fantastic. So it, let's say I am working off offline, you know, the work that I do there and you mentioned highlighting and taking notes and all that stuff. Will that then be saved? And then when I do get back to a connected area, does that then upload into my into my user or my profile? It's all cloud-based. So from one year to the next, you'll keep your content. As long as you cache your, your, your materials, um, you're in a good position. Um, I, I don't want to over... Um, over communicate that it does require data access from uh, the resource perspective, but there is the ability to work in an offline format when cached in your browser. So our goal is, as Ashley said, to be as flexible as possible to meet all students and teachers where they're at. Uh, and all these things will continue to evolve uh, as our own uh, working world <laughs> uh, becomes far more uh, accessible digitally. Um, so we're thrilled uh, at what's to come going to add that one of the one of the kind of unique pleasures about being an educator uh, who still considers herself very much an educator and supporting teaching and learning from just a, a bit of a, a higher or not a higher level but a, the arm's length is now a multiple arm's length away um, is the ability to connect educators from province to province district to district so strategies that are working on the east coast about you know, how do we support um, the gaps which have formed the learning gaps um, as most students, um, you know, typically all classrooms um, had a really challenging time delivering that March to June curriculum in math. And when we think about those really um, important transition years between six and seven, for example, you know, how do you ensure that students have that foundational knowledge from grade six and math to ensure success in, in grade seven and beyond. And we know that, you know, gaps just widen as the years go on and then their impacts are not just academic, but they trickle into other areas. So um, hearing about really creative strategies that um, consultants like yourself are using at districts um, and then sharing that with other groups in the country has been, um, I think it's, it's evidence of our desire to partner and be a part of this and like to be learners and listeners to, what um, creative solutions are coming um, from 
from the folks that we get to work with and then helping to scale up those pockets of success to other areas. So we, um, you know, have the PLC to stay connected. We're really active um, on Edwin Classroom on our Twitter account, but we're also, you know, just a bunch of humans who are really concerned about um, equity and ensuring that um, all students and all educators have um, the tools that they need to be successful uh, to support student achievement and well-being. So I think that that's just from a personal point of view is absolutely just the ultimate privileges to be able to just sort of connect the dots and, and learn from how various um, organizations have, have used Edwin really creatively and then um, in new ways. I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this now realizes that Edwin is really in it for the teachers and the students. We've used the word equity so many times, you know, trusted, all these these things, all these words are really exemplifying what Edwin has to offer to the education system and to the teachers through through not only the content, but the accessibility of that content, uh, whether you mentioned the offline capabilities, uh, the online capabilities, all the features that are built in. I can go on and on about everything that we've been talking about, which seems to really just all be in line of how do I help teachers, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And, and one question that I've kind of forgotten to ask because I got too excited to learn more about the platform. Um, and I'm sure there are listeners wondering and saying, Brian, please ask this question. You mentioned cr Canadian curriculum that is in embedded into Edwin. So what curriculums are embedded into, into Edwin? What subject areas could teachers expect to see when they enter Edwin? So what an, uh, an amazing experience we've had. We started it with core curriculum in 2017. So your maths, your literacies, socials, histories, et cetera. Um, over time, because we are um, critically user-informed, uh, the impact on student outcomes at the in our first year was actually in many of the arts disciplines. Um, it was really interesting to see students take their learning outside or to the dance class or to the non-core subject areas where they could have self-expression in a new way because it's discoverable learning. The content may be curriculum aligned by core, but many, many students take that learning and extrapolate into other areas of, of their academic journey. Um, across the country, all of our core curriculum is guaranteed across eight provinces. We are now currently working on releasing our French core immersion and integrated um, by province. Our goal is to have uh, the platform with French resources to support that programming in the new school year next year. The platform itself is bilingual through the click of a button. You can just switch. So for French immersion students, this is a wonderful experience if you wish to engage in that way. Our goal is to keep it as uh, uh, simple and elegant as possible. Uh, and, and so um, for Canadian curriculum schools in grades six to nine, you can access all of your core curriculum, but there is a lot of content, as I mentioned, outside of core curriculum alignment you can be using in the non-core subjects. I, I would add that we have digital citizenship embedded uh, within all of the provinces. And we also have, I think, the, those 21st century core competencies. In some curriculums, they are explicitly outlined. Um, but I would say that the approach to teaching and learning in all provinces absolutely is with those 21st century core competencies in mind. So the, the creativity, collaboration, expression, self-management, critical thinking. We have collections um, that we've developed, which are grouped around those themes so that educators can, 
you know, dip in and out where appropriate or embed, uh, take from one collection and embed in uh, one of their science units if critical thinking is going to be explored. So I would say that, yeah, in addition to the core and the arts, we've also um, looked at future readiness and supporting them through um, curated content in those areas. And it sounds like I keep going back to you're just embedding as much as you can into the platform to support teachers in this adventure. This ecosystem is meant to be built around learning wherever, whenever, um, rather than driven by specific areas. So I think that's fantastic. And ladies, we are we are now at the point in the episode that I like to call the specialist top five. And because there are two of you, I can switch it to the top six so that you could each have three uh, so that we're not battling over who gets what. Um, but essentially what I'd like to know now is we'll go with your top six ways um, that Edwin can help teachers transform learning, whether it be in person or at home. In no specific order, because they're all a priority for us, but the most impact we've seen in relatively short period of time is the continuous learning, Ryan. Um, the impact we've had regardless. Uh, we were tasked actually by one of the ministries to say, okay, Megan, if my teachers need to tomorrow move away from the classroom this September uh, because of a second wave, will they have the capacity and confidence to deliver fully online? And they can do that. The continuous learning that Edwin supports either through our professional development program or through the curriculum itself is quick and easy and, 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 and intuitive. And so uh, we also through Segway, uh, capacity building for teachers. Teachers can have the confidence to work with Edwin. It's flexible and there's a learning process around allowing students for self-discovery uh, where they facilitate that learning in and around the classroom, that the dynamic actually changes in an Edwin classroom where through collaboration, students are sharing, uh, as Ashley said, uh, those competencies come to the forefront and the teacher actually becomes uh, a guide on the side and the students love that. And it has a whole new beautiful relationship between the teachers and the students on their ability to provide trusted, safe resources in a new format that they've engaged with, uh, with through, through their own agency for learning. Um, teachers are, are building confidence and capacity because we are modernizing those classrooms. We're we need to get into the 21st century, and Edwin is, is the catalyst for that, Brian. We know that teachers can quickly adapt. We support them along their own journey. The pedagogy and the practice will be dramatically impacted when using Edwin, and we meet every teacher where they're at. Some come on as early uh, pioneers, others come along, but they do come along and the students have noticeable improvement on engagement. In fact, one of our boards had reported um, some students in, uh, before they're starting with Edwin, they had lower um, attendance rates and ratios. And there were some students who were notoriously vacant uh, in, in the classroom. And what they noticed immediately was the attendance of those students and, and the articulation that they could bring to the classroom through their own voice. Um, some students who have select mutism have now been able to record with confidence in their safe spaces and share uh, their thoughts and feelings and, and contributions with their classmates where they wouldn't have done that uh, in the past. And that creates equity. That's our third 
uh, most critical impact for our classrooms and teachers. We've mentioned it before. Um, at the end of the day, we, we had tech consultants telling us if anything, if anything at all, it's increased the level of responsibility uh, and organization for kids. They feel that they can contribute and have a voice. There couldn't be anything more powerful and critical for us in Canada, for our students. Um, and, and that brings along our community. Our community is growing. Uh, it's making a significant impact in education, initially with educators and their modernizing of classroom, but now they're sharing, uh, exploring, creating and collaborating themselves. And it's the teacher voice uh, creating efficiencies, but also innovation and in around the curriculum that wasn't possible before, even with among classrooms, never mind among a board or within a province or across a country and around the world. It's an incredibly exciting place to be in this new new platform. So those are my five. And I, I'm going to hand it over to Ashley and hopefully <laughs> I haven't covered all the bases. Sorry, I said that was five or maybe 25, Megan. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I feel like you really crossed the line there. Um, I would say that um, coming at it from, from my time in the classroom and reflecting on the really big highs and then those challenges that you have as an educator, the ability to connect the dots um, through Edwin from uh, subjects, grade levels, for teachers to collaborate and for students to um, connect the dots between subjects and to not see math learning in a silo and then silence and science in a silo and to be able to um, have that learning transfer happen in a digital ecosystem and then hopefully uh, modeling it outside is, is great. Um, we didn't mention it, but we also work with faculties of education in the areas where we have Edwin um, being used. So I have the absolute privilege to be working with um, an East Coast faculty, uh, with a couple actually on the East Coast of Canada. And the learning that I'm getting from, or what I'm hearing from them is that they have seen this as a way to sort of transform their own faculty. So not only are their faculty in sessional instructors, modernizing and changing the way they practice, but they're giving their students um, access to digital resources that will support them when they go into their pre-service uh, training. And I think that's awesome. And so if looking, if we zoom out, kind of look at the system level, the ability to connect the dots between faculties, between students, between teachers, between home now, home is now as much part of the classroom as it, um, as, a, as the gym was. Um, I think that's really powerful. Um, it's also great for personal growth. So I, I spoke about how students are able to um, improve and I think have a very, uh, it's, it's visible, their growth in their organizational skills, their self-management skills, their time management. I think that that's really amazing. I think as a teacher, I would feel very empowered by my ability to now be that cool teacher, to be the person who is able to use a Pear Deck and, and knows Google Slides inside and out and is able to offer continuous learning without pulling my hair out and not being a completely imbalanced, stressed out um, educator would be would be another significant value. And I think it just saves time, <laughs> like just quite simply, um, it gives you time to focus on what matters most, which is connecting with your own kids at home, your students in your classroom, staying engaged with your colleagues and not having to take all of your breaks to, you know, rest and recharge in the day um, from managing, you know, 25 to 35 kids online, blended, face to face, whatever it is, um, to, to focus on learning and to give feedback on their next steps and then to 
um, use those Edwin resources to to quickly find the resources resources to support the next step. So um, maybe that was 25 too. I don't know. Maybe we're the same thing, Megan. <laughs> There's just so much that is Edwin that it's hard to almost encapsulate it all into a top five or a top six. You know, the, the beauty of this platform is that it has so much to offer that we're even in our 45 minutes together are just touching the tip of the iceberg. Um, so we'll definitely have to have you back on the show to dive even deeper, you know, and after listeners, you know, uh, listen to this podcast episode, uh, on whatever streaming service they choose, you know, ask questions, you know, follow me on Twitter at my creative pod or, or follow Edwin and ask those questions to keep the conversation going. Um, and then we can dig even deeper because there are so many layers to this, um, that, you know, we'd be here all day, which is fine by me, but I'm not sure everyone at home would want to listen for that long. Um, so ladies, I do appreciate you taking the time and, and and diving into what is Edwin and what it has to offer educators. But before we go, I'd like to give you one last opportunity to share anything that we may not have covered uh, during our conversation. I think quite critically, we just have to think about, um, you know, our, our time is pretty much past our impact on on uh, what we can be doing for kids who are just launching into their future. We have to be bold uh, and we have to take some level of risk, a little one. In fact, uh, we've proven it out over the past spring, Brian, that our systems are ready. Teachers are ready and teachers will will and can um, be modern and dynamic and deliver when given the right direction and support. Um, I have all the confidence in the world for teachers, and I have a profound, deep confidence for every single student uh, in, in our classrooms to, to be able to learn, to, to find a voice, um, be brilliant, and, and be the future all Canadians need and want uh, in our societies. Uh, I, I feel Edwin uh, supports and enables that. And with some belief that that can be done, we should, we should be committing uh, to a new way of, of learning for our kids. Um, I, th I think the idea of partnership is something, it's, it's a long held value at Nelson. It's certainly, a, I think, a, a value shared amongst all educators who are still in their careers because they love collaborating, they love connecting with folks, they love supporting kids, they love watching that kind of spark, that joy uh, uh, for learning and thirst for it and the excitement which comes from finishing a great chapter or to finishing a presentation uh, in front of a class, which was terrifying at first. So I think the the, the relationship um, still can exist in a digital space. And I think a lot of educators have experienced that um, uh, themselves, that the importance to stay connected, to stay um, focused on learning, but to make it fun and engaging. And even during really challenging times at home or at school, that to be able to trust something and to know that it's there for you, uh, whether it's your teacher or it's your Edwin, your Edwin Chromebook, I think is is really important and can't be undervalued. So I think I would just say that um, Nelson's here to listen and here to learn from um, the educators and the students. And we look forward to continuing and th developing thriving partnerships um, in this as we look ahead in education and, and kind of rethink uh, what that future will be and get rid of the stuff that we know that doesn't work. And what a fantastic way to end our conversation is just that, you know, 
keep diving in, look for more and really help transform what education looks like because what it was is not what it's going to be. And utilizing a tool such as Edwin can really help revolutionize what it looks like, not only just in the classroom, but at home, whether that time comes or it doesn't because the platform offers both worlds in one easily packed um, area where, where students and teachers uh, can, can learn and investigate um, both worlds. So Megan and Ashley, I thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join me on my Creative Classroom podcast. I hope our listeners uh, head over to Twitter and follow Edwin on Twitter, as well as check out the website for more information. And I'll put your contact information in the description of this episode if someone wishes to reach out with more questions. And I really do encourage whether an administrator or districts or teachers to look into the product uh, because it does serve value to both educators and students, no matter what learning model we are taking. So thank you so much again, ladies, for joining me on my Creative Classroom podcast. And I look forward to continuing the conversation with you and hopefully having you on the show once again. That's all the time we have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Megan and Ashley from Edwin. You can tell there is so much to this platform that even within our time on the episode, that we didn't dive all the way in. So be sure to check out Edwin on Twitter at Edwin Classroom and also check out their website for more information on how this tool can help transform your classroom, whether you're in person or at home. Be sure to follow us at MyCreativePod on Twitter and don't forget, subscribe to our channel on whatever streaming platform you're listening to us right now to receive notifications of new episodes. As always, don't forget to use the hashtag, hashtag MakeLearningCreative to share all of the creative things that you are doing in your classroom. Thank you for joining us on My Creative Classroom.